No one ever said life is easy, but I believe by giving yourself permission, you will find you have more control over your life than you realize. I'm Julie. I hope you will join me by taking responsibility for yourself by only controlling the things you can and letting go of the things that you can't. By doing this, you will have discovered the secret to having happy, healthy, and more fulfilling relationships. This is Nearest and Dearest Podcast. I'm Julie Rogers, and you are listening to Episode 14, Music, Play On. One of my favorite quotes from William Shakespeare is, quote, If music is the food of love, play on. He knew even back from the late 16th century that music connects us to love. My earliest memory of hearing music was from my mother. I have a vague image of her singing to me while rocking me when I was a baby. It's just a little piece of nostalgia still embedded in my mind that warms my heart. It was a lullaby. I can't remember which one, only that it is a reminder of her love for me. I am definitely old enough to remember vinyl albums, 8-track tapes, and cassettes. Whenever I was feeling happy, sad, or even mad, I would turn to listening to music. I still smile thinking about that sound of the needle hitting the vinyl album and anticipating the song that was about to be played. I would follow along with the words that were sometimes printed on the album sleeve or inside the album jacket. I would read about the artist and look at the images and artwork that the band or musician would create to help the listener feel the connection with them. I was influenced by my older brother's music and my mom's. Growing up in the 70s was cool and the music vibe ranged from classic rock to disco and pop rock. I enjoyed all of it. Because of my mom, I would listen to some traditional pop or easy listening. Frank Sinatra, Neil Sedaka, Elvis Presley, Rita Coolidge, just to name a few. I also would put music on when I was doing my household chores as a teenager. It definitely helped me get through my work with a happier attitude. I still do this presently. Helps me with a better workflow when I'm cleaning my home. I sing along, and it just makes me feel better. I can't imagine my life without hearing music. I would choose music over a TV show or a movie if I could only have one choice. I listen to it while in my car, especially on long road trips, on an airplane with my earbuds, at the beach while relaxing. I even enjoy music that is being played in the retail stores or grocery stores. 
I bet there have been surveys and studies done by marketing experts that show just how much music influences the human species. My ultimate favorite way to listen to music is live music. My first rock concert was seeing the band Rush play in Syracuse, New York when I was 17. I bought my first rock t-shirt for only 10 bucks. This experience was eye-opening to me. It amazed me just how much of a real connection hearing live music with an audience, whether it's a small venue or an outside venue that holds thousands of fans, unites the listeners with the band. There's a reason mothers and fathers sing lullabies to their babies, and we listen to commercials with a soundtrack attached to it. Movies, TV shows also have music intertwined throughout them. Music sets the tone, helps create a feeling, a sensation that immediately connects our mind to the interaction in front of us. Broadway figured that out to make it a tourist destination that started in the mid-1800s and has only grown tremendously, offering a wide range of musicals over the years. Walkmans made it easier for people to take their own music with them. Portable radios could only offer whatever the radio stations were playing. iPods came along and the new technology made it even easier to have instant connection with your favorite tunes. You have to have that personal time for yourself whenever you need it. Music is that instant fix that gratifies whatever mood you're in. Nowadays, the latest and greatest gadgets and social media that are out there for us to embrace only draws us closer to finding new music, talent, from all around the world. I used music to help calm my mom when I would visit her in memory care at the nursing home. I would use Pandora and put a playlist together with her favorite crooners. Her favorite was Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra. I would sing along and hope that she was enjoying listening. Sometimes it would calm her, and she would smile and try to sing along too. When I would visit her alone or with one of my sisters, there would be a duo who would sing and play music for the residents. We would bring mom into the dining area and get her to dance with us. She would enjoy that so much. The expression, music soothes the savage beast. It can calm one who is being aggressive. I remember how that statement rings true. I witnessed it with my mom and other memory care patients. Alzheimer's and other dementias leave horrible behaviors that are not our loved one's fault. I would encourage caregivers to use music on a regular basis to help ease their loved one's restlessness and distract them 
from any behavioural issues. Music unifies all races across our world. It doesn't matter that each culture from each nation is different. We all use music throughout history for different occasions and for pure enjoyment purposes. I can't think of any other art form that is available for all of us that leaves such a powerful and soulful connection so easily, quickly, and has the capability to expand our own self-expression without any boundaries. By appreciating the art form, even though most people have their own preference on the type of music that they enjoy, our diverse cultures can agree that it makes it easier to unite and relate to others who are different than ourselves. I know our world has some real-life tragedies unfolding in front of us right now. I hope music is being played and it makes even a slight difference in promoting pride, dignity, courage, and the strength towards a more peaceful and loving world. Coming up in my next episode, Mental Health Stigma. We all go through tough and difficult times in our lives. How do we know if someone we care about has a mental health concern? Sometimes it can seem obvious when someone is going through a hard time, but there is no simple way of knowing that it might be attributed to a mental health concern. What is important is to respond sensitively to that person. If you are enjoying my nearest and dearest podcast, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser if you have an Android device. Thank you for listening. The views and opinions expressed by Nearest and Dearest Podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Nearest and Dearest Podcast. Any content provided by Julie Rogers or any other authors are of their opinion. They are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thank you.